Welcome to another episode of the Mass Burgers. Hello. Hello. How are you? I've aged. <laughs> What's new with you this week, Nicky? Uh, nothing. Nothing's new. Um, I was trying to think of something because I knew... Actually, no. Say I knew I'd get asked. I normally ask first, then you got in the nest. Yeah, well, you were doing your voice thing, and I didn't know how long that was going to go out on for. <laughs> it wasn't going to go on for that long, just like 20 minutes, maybe. <laughs> um, but I... Did I mention the glasses? The glasses get mentioned last week? I can't remember now if I mentioned it last week or not. But if I did, then I apologise. But uh, I'm getting assessed for if I need coloured glasses to help with the lighting at work. Um, so they're going to do something about that, but I've got a bucket and go see some private individual that does assessments, but it's not NHS funded. Yeah, it's quite exciting though, because, um, well, <laughs> I think it's exciting because it's, yeah, like you say, it's someone, it's private and it it's not just to see if you need these glasses. It's, I think in theory, it's someone to assess, um, sort of any sensory issues you sort of vision wise I think that you may be having and maybe come up with ways that things that might help you so I think it could be uh you might learn some things as well maybe some tips you didn't know about or yeah maybe this is something I think would be better for you I suppose over the two of us um but yeah okay because I definitely think that you've got some visual stuff that's different to me i feel like mine's there but i feel like yours is uh stronger yeah yeah i uh i probably do have more of a visual issue Mm. um that i actually think is getting worse which is not something that i've heard of before i thought usually like with your sensory issues i thought usually as you get older you get better at coping with them um, just through exposure, but I actually think that I'm getting worse. Yeah, your aversion to light is uh, interesting. Um, I was trying to think of yesterday. We went to the cinema to watch uh, <laughs> it, Chapter Two, and there was a bit where they're like in a cave with a torch and like waving the torch around, and the torch was being flashed like directly at, I guess, the camera in the movie. Every time it was being flashed, you were reacting like someone was genuinely flashing a torch in your eye. You were like trying to duck from it and like squirming about in your chair. It was really odd to see. But um, yeah, you were just sat there and it just kept whipping by and you just kept like ducking your head left and right and trying to get away with it and then like covering your face and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't like bright lights at all. And actually, when I say I think I'm getting worse, I think um, in the in England it's coming into winter now so Mm. it's getting darker like the natural light is getting darker and I think that's makes it more difficult for me so for example in the morning when you wake up instead of having the sort of morning what's the word is it a hue you know like the dim the sun's just coming up and it's quite dimly lit but you can see yeah instead of that it's now like bordering on pitch black in the morning outside so we're having to put lights on to see in the morning and that's something that I've been struggling with when I get up and if I have to go to like when I go to the kitchen to make breakfast 
I have to put the light on if I want to see what I'm doing um, because I don't have the sort of dark morning light that usually just naturally lights the kitchen. Um, and I'm really struggling with that because the putting a light on that early in the morning, it's too bright for me and it, it takes me so long to adjust to the light. It it genuinely like hurts my eyes and I squint for about probably about 20 minutes. It's not just like an initial thing. It really, I find it really difficult. So I think maybe I'm not getting worse. It's just with the changing seasons, it's re-adapting to that. Um, I mean, I'm not good with white lights anywhere. I, I like orange lights and I like things to be quite dimly lit as much as possible, really. Mm. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't like it. Oh, on the screen when it just goes bright and that's probably another thing that I guess you do more in winter you stay in a little bit more instead of I guess in summer where it's warmer you do more outdoors activities whereas in winter it's more indoorsy and um, if the tv's on for too long I just struggle with stuff like that I really don't like flashing images and anything too bright yeah, yeah, I know. It's like you'll be in a room that's... You'll go into rooms and just start doing stuff with no lights on while it's really dark. Uh, and I'll just come in and turn a light on. And then you're all... Uh, I don't know. You pull a face and can't seem to open your eyes. <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I would say that you've you definitely got more of a sensitivity to light to me. I think my issues with light are more that it makes things look different certain types of lighting make things look different to me so um i think that's the issue i have yeah you struggle to like you said you sometimes struggle to read words don't you if it's too bright it's the focusing whereas for me it's just it hurts and it's i struggle to see but it, it i don't have that issue like it Am I right in thinking with you it sort of makes the words on, on pages kind of move around a bit? Yeah, like... it just things look different. Um, they just look odd. It's hard for me to make certain things out. Certain stuff I just can't see in certain colours of lighting. So, uh, yeah, certain types of light just make stuff odd. It doesn't, like, it doesn't give me headaches or it doesn't make me react in the way that you react to light. It's just it distorts stuff. Yeah, um, I would... I was just going to say, I think a big difference between the two of us um, and because I think it, it's the most obvious example of being shoved into bright light is when you're in a supermarket, they're usually fluorescent lights and you struggle to read things in mm. supermarkets. You can't really read, you know, like ingredients or look for if you're looking for one particular item on a shelf and you, you sometimes struggle to see it. Whereas I don't have that issue. I can read and I can see. But you don't seem bothered by the light, whereas I get kind of irritated by it or uncomfortable in it. And I would say that's a big difference. We're almost complete opposites. You don't really get bothered. You're fine with it, whereas I'm not. But I can read everything and see everything fine, and you can't. Yeah. So we, I guess in that sense, we're quite different. In Probably the way which light affects us is quite different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, very interesting, very interesting. Um. So for this week... I was gonna we're gonna talk about well I wanted to talk about um 
just uh, well, it's about the whole because there's a thing coming through in England soon at some point where um, they're on about giving out like the you know the disabled badge parking yeah. for people on the spectrum. So they're on about doing it for autism. They said they're going to do it for a few other things, but for the um, invisible disabilities, the yeah. clusters. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but anyway, uh, the current government want to do uh, blue badges, parking badges. And like, like we've got a car, uh, so I was like saying to you, do you think we should uh, go about like getting one, like applying for one because we can get one now? Yeah. Uh, and you said no, not really, because um, it's not really something that bothers us. Like we, I, we, I drive eventually, occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. I'll go out driving, um, but most of the time, I cycle everywhere anyway. Um, just because you know it's exercise and it's actually in the morning when I go to work it's actually faster to cycle than to drive it yeah um, and you don't have to worry about parking and stuff on a bike uh, so it kind of eliminates that altogether but it was one of those things as well that you weren't sure about because obviously autism is classed as like a invisible disability and now that you've been diagnosed with it but even those that aren't diagnosed with it as well, it's the same. You're technically classed as disabled. Um, and yeah, I thought for this episode, we could talk about whether or not you actually feel like you're disabled. Yeah. Because obviously it's, it is a disability. It's classed as being a disability. You know, there's yeah. things that I have problems with that those that don't have it don't have problems with. We've done a few episodes in the past about um, how the world is aimed more at those that aren't disabled which is why we have to have like um adjustments made into stuff in life you yeah. know my work is again doing the autism hour uh they're doing yeah. like two or three of them soon you know that's aimed at people with autism and it's always weird because uh they send out like a mass email to say like the autism hour is coming where they turn music down and uh, dim the lights and uh, everybody's got to learn kind of what autism is so that if anybody goes, oh, so why is your music off and your lights down? So you can then be like, oh, well, it's because of autism and this kind of thing. And they sent out like a mass email to everybody and the guy that's organising it, like he's big on like autism awareness. I think he might have a child that's autistic or something like that. But for some reason, when I read those emails, it kind of annoys me. Like, I always read the email and I just think, like, ugh, like, you know what I mean? Like, these people, like, involving themselves in something that doesn't really understand, you know, how it works. And uh, I don't know why, but for some reason, when I see other people that aren't autistic talking about autism, we've mentioned this before when people come in and mention, like, they're autistic kids or, um, do you know what I mean? Like, other people go, well, he doesn't know what he's doing, you know, he's autistic. For some reason, for me, I have issues with... Um, neurotypical people uh, talking about autism and autistic people. I'm not sure where that comes from. Um, but anyway. I think it, it very much depends on, on what they're saying. I don't think it's just if people mention it. Yeah, I mention, guess so. No, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it is very dependent on what, what is said. Um, especially when they're talking about, I guess it's more if they don't know that I am. So, like, it's when they're saying how things work or how it is, and I know that what they're saying is inaccurate. Or, um, do you know what I mean? Like, the way, the way they're describing it is they're talking about the person that's got autism as, like, being less than other people yeah. in that sense. Uh, I think that makes me think, like, well, you don't even realise I've got it and you're talking to me. Like, you're physically talking about someone. You're like, oh, yeah, they're autistic. They've got this, they've got that. You know, they're... 
they struggle with this and they struggle with that. And like, you know, then they're like to me, or oh, you wouldn't understand, you know, but it is hard for them. And I do think like, yeah, it's just because you don't know. And you don't know because with me, it's not, maybe it's not as obvious. And it might even be that the person they know it's not obvious with, they just know because they told them and now they're looking at them differently. Um, and that's the whole thing with being disabled, I guess, is people do treat you differently, not on purpose, not like because they think, oh, well, you're a weaker, inferior person. So, you know, we've uh, got to treat you differently. But there is that reason why it's called disabled. You know, there is a reason why it's got uh, its own thing. It's why they're giving out badges for car parking spaces. It's why, like, you have to have adjustments and stuff. But, like, I know for you in particular, I know that you don't like a lot of attention. So I always can't decide whether it's a case of you don't feel like your autism is a disability or you do think it is but you don't like the attention it would bring if people knew so you just like you know cope or like sort of muddle through with it what i think so so yeah we had a discussion about the parking permit and my response was i don't think we should get one because i don't think we need one and that's not like a general thing it's not saying that i don't think that everyone on the spectrum needs one because but i think it depends on you and like we always say that being autistic there's so many different levels and you you can have two people with the exact same diagnosis that will react to different things completely differently and have completely different traits and for us i don't think our traits and the things that we struggle with i don't think they amount to something that would need us to have um a, a parking permit because um it, it's just yeah it was just when you well you said it to me like for for my car and i just said like i don't really need that because my issue isn't with obviously the main things with parking permits are so you can usually i mean maybe i don't know enough about them but i think usually it's so you can park nearer to wherever you are going yeah so like in the supermarket i know you can park in the nearest sort of or the nearer spots than the other car parking spots and um is it can you park on yellow lines with um Maybe single, I don't think double. Yeah, okay, so like maybe you can park on single yellow lines and things like that. And for me, I don't need that. I mean, one, I don't use my car enough to for that to be an issue. I walk to work every day because I like the walk. I could drive. It's, it's like a half hour, maybe. Sometimes it takes like 35 minutes, but that's if I'm going, you know, at quite a nice pace. But yeah, it takes about half an hour to walk to work. Um, for me and that is a nice walk so I, d- I don't mind that I don't need to drive it personally but um, there's nothing that I do that I think I need to park nearer for me going to the supermarket can be a little bit stressful but it's it's when I'm in there that I'm stressed being parked nearer for me would have no benefit because once I'm out of there I'm fine again I don't need to get to my car asap and do you know what i mean that's not that's not my issue um and to be honest supermarkets aren't as bad for me as i know they are for some other people on the spectrum because i think for some people on the spectrum supermarkets are awful and a horrible experience and i think 
also worrying about having to find a parking space might just add to it so if you've got the badge I imagine it could be could make it a little bit easier to get there because you don't have to worry as much about your parking space and then the rest of the experience you know maybe won't be as bad because you haven't worried about that particular thing but for me that's not an issue so I don't I don't like I say I think it's very dependent but I'm not gonna I'm not the sort of person that would like just take everything I can get if you know what I mean when I don't feel like I need it yeah I think that was my what my sort of argument for that was it's like with certain benefits um that I don't need I think there's people in the spectrum that do um require certain benefits but I'm quite lucky that I've I've got a job and that job is fine for me like it works fine so I'm making enough money that I don't really like need certain things and I don't need um like anything to really help me with living because I'm actually fine when I'm at home I can do things fine so I think it just depends I think everyone has different things that they need but for me there's a lot of my issues aren't things that like I suppose the government can necessarily help me with a lot of my stuff is just my own head that I just need to work out but you know having a bit more money or um certain like parking badges or I, I I'm trying to think of other things you can have like the keys for the disabled toilets and mm. like the, those sort of benefits they're not they're not going to really help me with my the things that I'm struggling with you know they're not going to help me with my social anxiety I don't think personally well, I always thought with you um because you're always saying that you don't like to have too much attention like attracted to yourself yeah in that sense um I always thought the reason that you wouldn't want a disabled parking badge is that it would do that because you'd be pulling into the space that's you know unique it's not like a normal parking space you're putting the badge in the, you know, on your dashboard or whatever. And then you're getting out the car for other people to see you. And I've seen a few people that do have autism or have some of the more uh, not visible disabilities. I've shown you before, we walked past someone's car who had stickers on the back that said not all disabilities are visible. Yeah. Um, and I saw on Twitter when this policy was announced that they were going to do the disabled badges that some people have said that they worry that when they get out of the car because they can walk and because they look physically able that apparently some people have said that they've had like abuse shouted at them because people are saying like how dare you like park in a disabled parking space when you're not really disabled like they think that you're using somebody else's badge like you've got like a you know frail like yeah relative that needs the parking space and you've just nicked their badge because you don't want to park too far away from the supermarket so I always thought with you there was the element of that is that when you do park in a disabled parking space there are people that kind of see you get out and just think well you're not disabled yeah um no that's not really it for me for for me it's just I don't feel like I need it and I would rather that um I know it's not like there's a limited number or, or whatever but for me I would rather someone else that was on the spectrum um that did benefit from that had it than me because I don't think for me it would really do that much 
it wouldn't have enough of an impact on on my life whereas I think it could there are some people in the spectrum where I think it could you know make make a huge difference it could really benefit them um especially if they've got like parking anxiety um which to be fair I do I do have but I don't use my car often enough to be bothered by that so I I think yeah for me it doesn't that doesn't bother me like if people were to shout although I think if they were to shout at me there'd be a part of me that thinks "Eh, do I really need it whereas for someone else on the spectrum like if if my Asperger's gave me like such bad parking anxiety or you know I need to be able to just get in and out of somewhere really quickly so I had the benefit then if someone shouted at me then I would think no I do need this and you know I do deserve it because obviously if the government's decided that it's something that people on the spectrum need then then I'm more than entitled to it so that element wouldn't bother me I think you've just got to be confident which is really difficult to do but yeah I've you know not all disabilities are visible and I think well, I would never judge someone if they got out of their parking space if they had a badge because you never know what's what's going on with people, um, whether it be physically or mentally. I just, uh, for me, that that wasn't the issue. It was just the fact that, you know, I don't use the car enough and I don't really need it. And I would rather someone that was on the spectrum that did need it got that, got the space over me personally. Do you feel disabled? Because um, mm. like you said, if you think that the government has deemed that the parking spaces are needed for those and they include autism in there, that's a, literally a badge that says you're disabled. Yeah. So by their ruling, you are. And yeah. by like the diagnosis of it, autism is in the DSM-5, yeah. you know, so it's classed as that. But obviously... I'm not saying that everybody that is disabled feels disabled, but I know that before I was diagnosed or before I even know what autism is, I wouldn't look at people that were disabled differently, but I would recognise that there was something different to them, which is why they were classed as disabled. Because obviously it means that there's things that they can't do that are just taken for granted by other people. Yeah. That's just an everyday thing to do. But yeah like since you've been diagnosed or maybe previous before diagnosis i mean obviously we've always we've done an episode on like feeling different um and how you can tell that you're not the same as everyone else but do you personally knowing that what you have is a disability do you feel like you're disabled no which i think i think it's really complicated that's not me saying that i think that um autism isn't a disability because i do it's just for like a personal thing and I think it's because I wasn't you know I was diagnosed this was it this year yeah 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 so the start of this year so up until then I had sort of not thought of myself as disabled so I think it's really difficult to then be told actually you are and you always have been I think I don't know I've because do I feel different? Yes. And like mm. I've always felt different to other people, which might be the same sort of thing. But no, I don't. There's times where you've seen it as a negative 
or you've told me that you uh, know that you're different or why are you different or um, do you know what I mean like there's times we've had that conversation where you've said that uh, you know that things are a lot harder for you than everyone else like you've talked about it a couple of times yeah sometimes I get frustrated with um, yeah and the, the thing is I think when I get frustrated I get frustrated with myself not with the fact I'm autistic and I think I forget that that's maybe the reason why I'm not as good at like socializing or whatever instead I just think oh like why am I being so for lack of a better word like why am I being so stupid is just the way I think and then I don't really think well it's because of this and it's not being stupid it's you know something completely different but yeah I think maybe I am a little bit hard on myself or I don't take it into account or maybe I forget and like sometimes I think I forget that things might be more difficult because of that yeah, I suppose. Um, I just, I just mean, like, do you? I mean, if you don't, you don't. I guess if you would, it make you feel better if you tied the two together. So when you feel different, or when you've had like a hard day, or you've struggled with something, would you genuinely feel better if you just thought, "Well, yeah, but I do have a disability," um, because I've tried to use that. I do use that. Sometimes I'm a bit like, "Oh, should I have done?" Or sometimes I'm like, oh, "It doesn't matter." So there's sometimes where bad things happen or I do something that I think, oh, why have I done that? Uh, and there's times where I tell myself, well, it's because you're autistic. So, like, it's not really something that you have that much control over. And it's not really your fault, so don't beat yourself up about it. Like, it doesn't really matter. And then there's times where I think my behaviour is not great and I think, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But then I think, bam, disabled, can't help it. You know, doesn't yeah. matter. Um, there's times where I think I use it as a way just to get out of my own stuff and I think well maybe I could have done something better about that and I'm choosing to basically say yeah I could do this but uh, it doesn't really matter because I'm I've got a disability so sometimes I use it when I think I shouldn't be using it as a way to get out of stuff because whatever but then when when I have like an actual when I think about it I think oh am I using it as a way to get out of stuff or is that genuinely what it is but I don't really believe that I have this disability so I'm trying to pin it on that as a way to get out of something because I think well I've you know people are stupid enough to think I have this thing you know there's people out there that you know because I do have that thought where I think well I tricked my therapist into giving me this diagnosis and now I've got it I'm going to use it um to get out of stuff or to you know defend my behavior in certain situations but I don't really believe I have it. I just think that I got lucky and got a somewhat trick someone into diagnosing me so I can then just use it like whenever I want to get out of a situation that in the past was too tough for me. But then sometimes I think about it and it's kind of like this weird self-awareness where I think actually, or maybe that is why I'm doing this is maybe my whole reasoning behind this is that. So I, for me, it's really complicated. I sometimes feel like I only am disabled when it suits me and there's times where I'm definitely not but I'm using it anyway and then there's other times where I get really frustrated because I think I can just do something but then there is this disability that's stopping me and I don't understand why I can't do it or why I'm getting so like worked up or you know whatever yeah um so yeah I think for but I don't know if that's because I've been diagnosed longer than you so for me it's um it's different because I've been diagnosed like um, 
seven years, eight seven, years, yeah. something like that nearly now. So I, um, for me, it's much easier, I suppose, because I've had much longer to to deal with it, to think about it. Um, I wouldn't have any issues with a disabled parking badge, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd use it for any reason other than I could. I, I don't feel like it's it's something that I personally need and just think, oh, that would be a massive weight off. I just think I would park in disabled spaces because I could park in disabled spaces, you know? Um, yeah. There's sometimes where I want everybody to know that I'm autistic and then yeah. there's times where I don't want anyone to know. I feel like I only need people to know when I'm struggling. So when I'm having like a bad time or I'm in a situation that's like really bad, then I want people to know that I've got it because I feel like it will just dissolve stuff. Um, and then there's times where everything's normal and everything's fine. And I don't need it to come up. So I'm kind of like, I'm not constantly aware of my own autism, um, only when I get into bad situations. Um, but then like, the positive to that is, you know, like when I don't get excited about stuff or happy about stuff or yeah. that kind of thing. I don't then think, ah, it's because I've got a disability. That's why this isn't really happening. I just tend to go, yeah, well, you know, what does it matter? Um, I only ever seem to use mine in a sort of like bad situation. That's when uh, I do stuff or... There are times where I get really frustrated or worked up or angry or, um, do you know what I mean, like I get into a fight with someone or I can't let something go and everybody else has just let it go. Like we've had a conversation or some event has happened and everybody else has just gone, oh, it's one of those things, drop it. Um, but I can't drop it. Yeah. And I just keep going on and on and on about it. They're the times where I feel like I've got a disability because everybody else has just kind of moved on yeah and is okay with it now like it didn't just happen and i'm just like well i can't let this go and i keep bringing it up and i keep talking about it and i keep like wanting to go on with it and yeah. that kind of thing or there's times where something really like uh, like an example of this is if someone's made a joke and they're winding me up so like they're just they're making a joke and they're just messing with me yeah but i don't realize they're joking so i get really defensive and aggressive with them and then they're like oh, it was just a joke I can't then be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a joke. I just still have to then be like ag aggressive and defensive and have a go at them. And then they're, they're kind of like, well, why are you not? It's just a joke. Like, just drop it. It's just a joke. Like, we just get a sense of humor. And I'm like, well, I don't think it's very funny. And like, I get like that with them. And then everyone else is just like, geez, like Nikki is not letting this go. They're the times where I feel like I've got a disability. Yeah. Or they're the times where I feel different to everybody else when things happen where I didn't understand the situation or you know I make a mistake and I didn't realize that I've made a mistake um they're the times where I think like uh, disability and sometimes like thinking I've got a disability is helpful um you know sometimes it's it makes me think well okay that's fine it's almost like uh not my problem like it's it's not my fault yeah uh, and then there's times where i think about it and i just think like oh this is awful like uh, why do i have to have this why is everybody else having a good time it's the same with like we've talked about it before when i see people that have got like a career they like or do you know what I mean like they, they've got their life seems to be like on track or they know what they want to do with themselves and they're like oh yeah i'm gonna go to this and this will be great i'll go to college i'll go to uni i'll get a degree i'll get a job I'll go do this. I've got plans. I've always wanted to go here. Like, oh, I always want to go traveling. Anybody that's like that, 
I used to look at them and just think like, well, why am I not like you? Why yeah. why can't I do this? Why don't I have good plans? Why don't I have like um, motivation or have like ambition or that kind of thing? How how are you able to get into relationships with people and have like a normal relationship with them and have it not be weird? Like, why do you have like a what I would consider like strange connection to like family and friends where you can just <laughs> stay in contact with them and talk to them? And, that, and why can't I do that? Um, and for me, it's it's okay now because now when I have these like weird thoughts of why can't I be like you and why does my life have to be way harder and why is everything way more confusing to me than you? I do sometimes think, yeah, it's because you've got a disability. Like, yeah. uh, don't worry about it. Like, you could be doing all these things, but you've got a disability and you can't. And for some reason, for me, that's that's a comfort. Like, I feel like, well, actually, that's not so bad then. So, like, I'll see people doing stuff or, like, leaving where I work to go to college, go to uni, or they go do something else. Or they've got, like, all this, like, life plans. And yeah. I used to get, like, really, like, worked up about it and just get, like, oh, this is rubbish. Um but now I just think, yeah, but you are on the spectrum. So, like, there's, it doesn't matter. Like, it, they, like, things won't work the same for you. And for some reason, that's, for me, like, knowing I'm disabled, I would say, for me, has more comforting features than negatives. Sometimes it has negatives. But I've always thought, like, when I think about myself that way, that it, it's actually, it relieves me a little bit. It takes a lot of pressure off, like, what I think I should be doing and, who I am as a person, should I be doing something else or something more or that kind of thing. So I think for me, the badge or like the car parking space is is more so other people can know that I'm disabled and then like, do you know what I mean? Like lay off a little bit, even strangers, like not the strangers would give me any trouble. It's the same one I've said before in previous episodes when I'm having like an argument with a customer at work and I'm not behaving in a way that they're accustomed to when it's the whole shop worker you know like customer sales assistant experience when i'm doing things that they just think we can't be talking to me like this or you can't behave in like that or um why don't you talk to me or um like for example i was telling uh someone i work with a message to tell the customer like i was in the corner i was kind of like stressed out a little bit the the member of staff i was working with kept coming up to me and telling me stuff oh the customer's asking about this and i like we'll tell him this that and the other and then he'd go back and tell the customer yeah and the customer's like well i want to know why this is going on and like but that kind of thing so he'd tell him the customer the, so my friend you know the person i work with would come yeah. back to me and go oh they're saying this and saying that now um and then i'd hear her go why doesn't he just come out of the corner and stop playing chinese whispers with you and stop messing about and like just needs to come out here and talk to me. Why am I having to talk to you through him? Like, what? He's too important to come out of the corner and talk to me. And do you know what I mean? It's times like that where I feel like, well, actually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then I think, like, what purpose is it going to serve if I come out and just say, look, I'm having, like, a weird day today. I've had my headphones, like, my noise-canceling headphones on. Like, I'm feeling a bit, like, burglary. Um, Like, I do feel like I want to come out and say, like, just... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I can't I can't deal with talking to you today about this. This is something that I just can't do. I've already written all my notes down on a piece of paper and I remember writing extensive notes and doing that kind of thing. But then I feel like, am I doing it because I feel like that'll make everything better or I just want to make them feel bad by going, well, actually, I'm disabled. <laughs> I've got a disability that means I'm having issues with this today. So how small do you feel now, like, shouting <laughs> at me to come do this? Like, just in front of everybody else in the shop, you know, people in the queue and that kind of thing, to realise this person's being ridiculous and shouldn't be behaving this way you know because i haven't got like a you can't look autistic so there's no way anyone looks autistic like i can't tell someone's autistic if you just had a bunch of people standing in front of me and just said one of them's autistic which one is it i wouldn't know unless you interact with them a little bit 
you know I mean? So for everybody else, it's not an ignorance thing. It's just you can't tell that I'm visibly disabled in the same way that you can tell with some other disabilities. Yeah. So they just think that I'm like everyone else. And that's where the issues are. Because then I, sometimes I feel like I want to come out and be like, well, I'm actually disabled. So uh, this is why I can't come and talk to you from the corner. But you've dragged me out of something I don't want to do to for your benefit. Do you know what I mean? Like, which is kind of like then someone that had like the badge for parking. It's like saying, well, you don't look disabled, so go park three miles over that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, yeah, uh, there's times where I just want to like smash someone in the face with it just to make them feel bad because I don't feel like I should have to explain myself in certain situations. Um, and yeah, I feel like the badge is, is kind of like that in a yeah, sense. Yeah, I... I understand that. I think um, with me, it's I'm I'm good at seeing it with other people. Like sometimes there's times where you say to me something and I respond with, "Well, that's okay because that like the reason that's happening for you is because you're autistic." And I think I'm fine with saying it to you and using it to justify maybe like problems or issues that you're having. But I'm I'm quite bad with that for myself. Like I very rarely think well that's because I'm autistic it's usually I'll get frustrated that I can't do something and I just think I need to learn to do this or I need to get better at it or I need to improve myself um I'm not very good at the it's weird it's like I can I can see it for you and I can say it to you but I can't see it for myself and if I did because sometimes you'll say it to me, like, that's okay, it's because you're autistic or, you you know, you'll try and comfort me with something that I'm frustrated about myself with. But it's difficult for me to not think, yeah, but I, I understand that, but I still think that I should be able to do it because um, I don't, like, it's it's odd. It's like I can see why for you you might not be able to do it because you're autistic, but it's almost like for me, I think, yeah, but the reason I'm doing this isn't because I'm autistic, it's because I haven't learnt it well enough. Or, like, I that's I think the issue I have is I I never want to use it as an excuse. I've said that on, on here before. I don't like using it as an excuse, even when it's, like, not an excuse and it's the, the actual reason. I just worry that, I don't know, maybe I've got a fear that if I do it once for one thing, when it is warranted, that I'll then start doing it for things where it's not. Because there are things that I struggle with because I'm autistic, but there are also things that I struggle with because of nothing to do with my autism and just because I haven't, I don't know, learned enough about it or bothered or tried hard enough or things like that so I'm I just I don't want the lines to get blurred so I think I ear on the side of caution and decide that I just need to work harder on everything rather than accept that some things might just be because of my autism um just in case I then start doing that for everything and that's my fear yeah, I suppose, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it'd make your life easier if you did use it more. Uh, maybe. Because you force yourself into all kinds of situations <laughs> that you shouldn't be doing. Um, and you tell me you're going to do it. And I just sort of, I can see what you're doing. 
Um, and sometimes I'm like, yeah, you, you shouldn't be doing that. Or sometimes I'll just let you um, and not warn you about it because I just think like maybe you're doing it because you think if you try, you'll get used to it, which is kind of there's all kinds of stuff that I can do now that I didn't used to be able to do just because I've done it so much now that it became easier. So sometimes I can't tell with you if you're trying to do it just to build your tolerance up to like a interaction or whatever. Uh, and then sometimes I think that you're just walking into like a, <laughs> a trap that you haven't realized is going to be hideous. Yeah. Um, but I think for you, you should use it more because like you said, there are times where I am trying to explain to you, you've had a hard time, you're, you're like having a meltdown or whatever. And I'm explaining to you that the reason that this has happened is because of your autism and it's it's not not something you did it's not something that you could have helped and you could have done the same thing a hundred times over and the outcome would have always been the same yeah um so i think like i don't know i think like you should definitely use it more i think you should recognize that you have a disability more because i feel like sometimes with you you're just saying it like, you know, what I mean, like you're just saying, yeah, I've got autism, but then you don't recognize that you've got it at all. You've got the diagnosis, <laughs> but I, you got diagnosed because I told you that you were a burger and then you looked up loads of stuff. And there was loads of times where you looked up loads of stuff and you were like, oh, yeah, I am. And then you were like, oh, no, I'm not. And I think you got the diagnosis for the sake of then you knew. Yeah. And then that question was answered. But then you've done nothing else with it. And I know you've said that, like, there's no you haven't had any support from like the Asperger team and that kind of thing here. But then you kind of double do it. You kind of just go, I've had no support from the Asperger team here. But then you're just like, but if they offered me support, I wouldn't take it anyway. So I just Oh, yeah, think, no, like, I, and I don't want to criticise in any way oh, the, the Asperger team because they've been, they have been really good. I just haven't... Yeah, you, I, could, you could get support. Yeah. You're just choosing not to. Yeah. Um, because you don't think you need it. But I, I think recognising that you have a disability is like still something that you haven't done. Um, you say it and you do this podcast, but apart from talking to me and talking to this podcast, you don't ever mention it ever, anywhere, ever. And I'm not saying you've got to go around telling everyone, but I think like times where you've struggled with something like nine times out of 10 with you, it's because of your burgers and that's why you struggled with it. But you don't recognize that. You don't make that connection. You're always saying to me like, oh, why am I such a weirdo? Or why can't I do this like basic stuff or that kind of thing? And I feel like if you just accepted that you are disabled and you know that it would be easier a lot of stuff you wouldn't be I mean because I do it like I said like I use mine as a thing sometimes situations happen to me where at first I think this is awful and this is bad and then a bit later on when I've had some time to think about it I'm just like ah it's the burgers like you know I can't help myself like it's just it's one of those things I walk straight into it I sometimes get annoyed that I put myself in situations that I know I'm not going to cope with and I know I'm not going to cope with them before I go into them I just think like yeah yeah I'll do that and then in my head I'm just thinking like don't do that that's that's going to be awful and then I do it and then it's awful and then after it I'm like annoyed but then I just think like well you knew it was going to happen it's because of this it can't be helped yeah and I just do it that way like I I use it as a way to uh, reassure myself that uh, I didn't do anything bad or I didn't do anything wrong it's just that's how it is um and because you don't look disabled, you know, and even other people that I work with and people I know know I am, because you don't look it and because you don't act it a lot of the time, most people that you know will forget that you have it. Um, I think for them, they need to remember as well. Sometimes you do stuff and they just think that was weird. And then they're like, oh, maybe it's the Asperger's, I don't know. Which is hard because they don't know how it works for you. So sometimes they'll tag something to your Asperger's and they're completely wrong. And sometimes yeah. they won't tag it to your Asperger's and they should have done 
So, you know, it's it's harder. It's you've just got to keep it in yourself. I think you have to like worry less about how other people see you because they're gonna miscalculate whether it's your autism or not most of the time. So you just need to know, even if people think do genuinely think she's a bit weird. Um like you know that you're not weird it's just the disability you have means you're not what they expect or you're not the what's considered the normal behavior in situations but for you I think you need to feel more disabled <laughs> as weird as that sounds I think you need to accept it more and understand it more like it's been, it hasn't been long since you diagnosed like I said when I got diagnosed they said that what I have to do is I have to accept what I am and, you know, at the time I just thought of autism, but, you know, this episode's about if you feel disabled or not. And they were kind of just saying you need to realise that you have a disability. And it's not like um, physical disabilities, because with physical disabilities, it's easier. You know, like if you were deaf, say. Yeah. It's not something that you have to remind yourself you're deaf, you know. Yeah. You know you are, and you know there's certain situations where you just think this isn't going to work. It's weird. We had a deaf customer in at work the other day and he was like really deaf like but he he could talk like he he didn't like he was good at like lip reading he could talk to us and he explained to us he was deaf and he was was buying lots of movies and he was making jokes he was saying like i don't know why i keep buying movies he's like i can't hear anything that's happening in them (laughs) he was like but i like looking at them he's like so stuff that's visual if you've got stuff that looks good it was like i'll probably put the subtitles on it's just like but because like he's like because i don't have the sound element to it i like stuff that looks really cool because then I've got like at least there's that. He was yeah. like, and that. Do you know what I mean like? And but that's like something that you come into touch with. You don't think like, oh, why didn't I? Um, like extreme example, but you know, why didn't I see that car come in? It's because I'm deaf. Like I didn't hear it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but for us, it's different. Situations happen, and you're not sure what's happening, and you don't know like what's going on until after. I guess also with things like that, and probably not with everything, because I'm sure. Um, when you're deaf I'm sure there's more to it like more things you struggle with other than just sound I don't know if it affects other things as well but I would say generally other people can understand more if they have that because it's quite a you can't hear so other people know there are some things you can't do because you can't hear sound and like say anything else that comes alongside that I'm not I'm not sure how how much there is but I guess with autism it's not a case of you're autistic so you can't talk to people because some people can some people can't and just there's so many different factors of it that yeah it's yeah, like the obvious ones, like being deaf, you can see hearing aids. Yeah, you can see stuff like that, like people that are blind. You know, sometimes they have like sticks, or they've got the dogs, or doing you know, like you. You can tell there's a thing there, so you already know what to expect when you encounter someone that has a visible disability on how you should be, shouldn't be issues they're going to have. You can see it, um, and like, but with autism, like this, you can't tell somebody's got it at all. Unless we've spoke before, if they're wearing like yellow glasses, ear defenders, they have the things that even then, that's only becoming more of a common place now that people recognise that's a sign of autism. But, you know, go so many years back, people wouldn't realise that's what that was. Um, And obviously, like, it's hard to tell because yellow tinted glasses as well were in fashion like last year. Uh, And obviously, like, people like to wear over the ear headphones. So even then... 
Like they could, they you, what are they? They could be autistic. They might not be. You don't know. Yeah, I think I think the thing that I struggle with, and I think like one of the reasons why I don't um like to tell people, other than like my my I guess my main reason is I don't want the attention. I don't want them to think differently of me. But also because I want to be able to integrate. Like um, I want to understand how to be around other people in a way where I don't I'm not obviously different as much as possible I don't know how well I achieve it but as much as possible that's something that I want not that everyone on the spectrum wants or cares about at all but for me that's a thing and I worry that I wouldn't want people to make excuses for things that I could learn to change or could change so for example, um, I know that sometimes people on the spectrum, um, myself included, say things that are inappropriate. Um, like, just sort of say what's on our mind. And, you know, that's not always what people in in conversation want. Sometimes they say, what's your opinion on this? And they don't, unless your opinion's a good one, they don't really want to hear it. Like, sometimes people go, oh can you believe it? I'm getting married and they don't want to hear, no, I can't believe it. I don't think you're right for each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you're meant to say, oh, congratulations or whatever. So the issue I have is I worry that I wouldn't want people to make excuses for things that I do understand. It's not that I always understand them, but even when I don't always understand it because I'm autistic, I think that that's something that I personally can improve upon and can learn. Like I don't want... I don't want to say something that comes across as a bit mean and people to go, oh, that's all right, um, because Scarlett's autistic, so she might not understand. Because, no, like, if I... I am lucky in that I do understand quite a lot of socially acceptable behaviours, so I don't want someone to justify it because I'm autistic, because for a lot... Yeah, for a lot of people on the spectrum, maybe if they say something mean, it's because they're autistic and they don't understand... But for me, that's not what it is. If I've said something mean, it's it's probably been because I've been in a bad mood or, you know, something like that. I do know personally what is, for the most part, acceptable and what's not. And if someone called me out on it and said that was unacceptable, there might be a few times where I go, was it? I didn't realise I'd even said something wrong. Then, okay, fair enough, because I genuinely didn't realise. But sometimes people call me out on it and I'll go, yeah, I know that was wrong of me like I I know that was wrong and I I should know better because I should I, d- I think I think it depends and it it the worst thing about it is it depends sort of person to person there's not it's definitely not a thing where you can broadly say that everyone on the spectrum should know this and not that and but I know where I'm at personally and I just wouldn't want the excuse because sometimes I do need to be called out on things that I say that aren't that are maybe mean or um insensitive like sometimes just because I'm autistic doesn't mean I don't know some right from wrong um yeah I suppose I mean I mean more like for you that you um because you don't want to tell people like that you're autistic and I guess if you know you shouldn't have done something I mean you you kind of self 
like moderate it yourself anyway. So like when you've said something wrong to someone that you think I shouldn't have said that, you know, like I know it was wrong and that kind of thing, you tend to say sorry to them or apologise. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm quite good at... And then there's times where you've said something that you didn't realise was wrong and you don't apologise because you don't realise that what you did was a bad thing and most of the time with you it's an autistic thing. But obviously there's loads of people that are NT that can say something to someone that's hurtful and they don't realise it was because they, yeah. don't, they think, well, why would it be? You know I mean? Like it's not... It's not exclusively an autistic thing. There are NT people that will take offence to stuff that normally isn't offensive. Yeah. Uh, and you can just wander straight into that and say something to someone that they've taken offence to, but you don't realise it's offensive because you don't know that it's for some reason that like it's an event happened to them that's similar to the thing yeah. you're talking about, and it's you know it sparked something in them and they've taken offence to it. Um, but then equally, they should understand that that's not a normal thing to be offended by and you should know that the person that's offended you didn't know if they did know then they're doing it on purpose if they didn't know it's an accidental offensive thing so you shouldn't get weird about it but I think like with you like I said like with um just knowing that you're disabled I feel like when you're working yourself up or thinking about something that's bothering you that's on your mind you should like just pick apart certain situations in your head and just apply is it because I'm autistic and that's why this happened? Mm, yeah. And if it turns out that it is because it's autistic and that's why it happened, then don't feel bad about it, you know? Like, <laughs> that's what you need to start doing is just when you do come home from work or when you've been out or talking to somebody and you feel stressed or worked up and that kind of thing, I think just apply the, is it because I'm a disability that this has happened? And if the answer is yes, then no, there's nothing you can do about it. It <laughs> happened, you know, like not worrying about how other people see you because like nobody's going to know that you have a disability because we've said it's not visible. It's not something that people can just tell by talking to you and that kind of thing. Like you've met people your entire life and the only person that ever picked up that you were autistic was me. And the only reason I picked up on it is because I was as well. Yeah. But yours isn't that obvious um, as a sign of autism and it could partly be to do with the fact that you're female and for females, the autistic traits are much harder to spot because they're not the standard ones because most of the standard ones that you use to measure if someone's autistic is the ones that males predominantly have. Um, so it's like double hard for you, I guess. Like autistic females are much harder to spot. Um, but so people aren't going to realise. So because you don't want to tell them, because you don't want people knowing, because you don't want the attention... If you do something that offends somebody, but then later on you think, well, they're offended and that's bothered them, but then you think, well, it's because I'm autistic, then uh, don't worry about the fact that they feel bad or they feel like annoyed or you feel like you've done something wrong or thinking about how other people are talking about you in a sense of like, I mean, like if you think that two of you know are having a conversation with it's like Scarlett, she's a bit quiet or she's a bit weird. Yeah. Like, I think just don't worry that people see you that way because it's because of your disability that you're being seen that way and you can't help that. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. Just I think you have to be more comfortable with the fact that you have a disability. And then once you're more comfortable with that, it won't matter these situations that you get yourself in because you'll just think, well, it would have gone that way no matter what. So it doesn't matter. You know, like you could think, well, yeah, I could have been more sociable and I could have talked more and I could have been more outgoing. But then you think, put me in that situation like a hundred times and every time I'm going to be quiet and shut off and not talk to anybody and that kind of thing. I think that about every time I get angry. Every time I get angry or worked up about something, I think it doesn't matter. How many times I tell myself, don't get worked up about this, it doesn't really matter, there's nothing you can do. That does not calm me down in any way. I don't think like, you're right, there's nothing I can do, leave it alone. 
I just keep going on about it and <laughs> thinking about it and getting more angry about it. But when I think like it's because of your autism and that's why you're not getting this and that's why you can't drop it and that's why everybody else is fine with it and this is why you got worked up. For some reason that makes me think I can't help this. And even if I carry on then thinking about it after I've thought about that, it kind of dulls it a little bit. It's less harsh. I mean, like the thoughts I'm having aren't as bad as they were because I just think this is just what my brain does. It's going to keep thinking about this over and over again until eventually it gives it up and I move on. Or it's resolved. Like, it's like to you where I keep saying, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I can tell myself, well, it's because you're autistic. That's why you're obsessing about this and that kind of thing. Yeah. But I know that if I don't do it and just do it, it won't go away. But sometimes when I just make myself do stuff, I just think, look, I know you were worried about this, but once it's done, it's done and you can go back to being normal. You can't help it. I feel better about that. Yeah. So sometimes I'll go do stuff that I think I should be able to just drop this and not continually thinking about this. But I know that I need to go say this to someone. And once I've said it, I'll feel better. I just think like, well, they need to go say it because then you'll feel better. Um, and there's nothing you can do about that. It's just the way your particular disability makes you do things. And yeah, I think that's the difference between me and you is I get less worried about stuff because I I don't fully acknowledge that I'm disabled. Like I said at the start of this episode, sometimes I feel like I'm not and I'm just using it as a way to get out of stuff or to get things. Um, but then there's times where I think I can't help it. It's because of my disability. So I feel like more sort of like, ah, oh, well, all right then, that's fine. Whereas I think with you, you don't fully understand or don't fully accept that you are. You can say it. And we can talk about in this podcast that you are, but there's situations you get yourself in that you're then like worried about and freaking out about. And I do think like, well, remember, it's because you've got a disability. Yeah, I think it's weird. I think like uh, with me, it's it's difficult because it's almost like like for you, I always that not always, but there's a lot of situations where you say things, and I think that's fine. Like it's because of your autism so it's not I don't have a problem with seeing autism as a disability because in other people I recognize it and I think that's fine like you've done it because of this and that's not something you should worry about or you can't help it or whatever it's just with myself I definitely think that autism is a disability um and I think that it's almost like I can see it for other people and not for myself. Maybe it's more to do with the fact that because I am recently diagnosed, I still haven't quite like maybe completely accepted the diagnosis. I'm not sure. Mm. Well, it's not that I don't believe the diagnosis because I do. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know if I'm there. Uh... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's the you just got to accept it. Um, and I, I, I don't know, this made me think about for you just more because it, thinking of it as having autism and thinking about it as having a disability, I see them as two different things, um, even though it's the same thing. Yeah. Like having autism to me doesn't feel like a disability. Like I don't feel like it is a disability. I don't feel like you're disabled if you have autism. But I understand that the world is meant for, well, not meant for, but it, everything is designed for the neurotypical and in that situation, that's when it's a disability. When you're at home, in your own place, in your own like area, doing your own things, you don't feel like you've got a disability. Yeah. You don't even feel like you've got autism. But uh, it's once you get out into the world that the fact that you have autism becomes a disability in certain situations. Yeah, I think like when I'm at home in my flat doing my own thing, even things I'm doing that are 
autistic traits. Yeah, if people saw you, they'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, there's things I do in my, like, the comfort of my own flat that are very, I, I suppose, odd behaviours. For someone looking in, they would think, wow, that person is, maybe even just think that person is autistic. And the the way I go about things and how structured and routine and all of that in the comfort of my own flat it is very autistic but even if I'm having a meltdown over something going wrong when it's in my flat I almost don't see it as autism I just think this is me this is like my life and it's not like the thought in my head isn't this is autism because in the comfort of my own flat I feel like I can be me and I don't need that word because it's just me it's just the way I am whereas yeah I think it is very much like once you're, once I'm outside of my own comfort zone that's when it's it's like a, a a flashing something that's more wow I feel different yeah which is when I think you should uh, be more recognizing that you have something it's because with you you just think I feel different this is different why is this so different and weird for me but you don't acknowledge that you are different no like, and I think that's the difference in that sense is that you will only ever think about like why you're not like everyone else and why you can't do what they do and you try and make yourself be like everyone else and do what they do yeah uh, but you never have the you know the overall overarching like thought of uh, I am different that's why this is different yeah um and yeah, you're different because you've got autism and autism is classed as a disability. So that's why certain things are going to be a, an issue. And like I say, it takes a while. I'm not 100% like fully like accepting of it. But do you know what I mean? Like that, that becomes more and more that I'm become more accepting of it like as time goes on. Initially, when I first got diagnosed, I didn't believe it at all. And I thought it was some sort of like trick I'd managed to get away with. And now I've got this like get out of jail free card for everything that I can just use to avoid everything I just don't want to do. And then as time's gone on, I've become more accepting of the fact that it's actually not this thing that I've tricked them into and I do have it. And then, yeah, I would say now, like start off with, I was not at all agreed. And now I'd say I'm like 80% maybe more that I have definitely got it. Uh, yeah. And I do have a disability. And it, it's just over time, like... But I think like trying to get into the habit now of just understanding that there's just certain stuff that you do and it's not bad and it's not wrong and you're not like a weirdo and you're not like a whatever, you know, like social outcast to everybody else. It's because of a disability that you are the way you are. And you know what I mean? like, there's nothing you can do about that. Like autism is just something you're born with and you'll always have it. But it's just being OK with that and not like beating yourself up too much about it when things go weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to change your mindset. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, if you've gone so long thinking that you could just be like everyone else, but you're odd for some reason that you yeah. don't understand. Um, like I suppose, especially with like uh, your siblings, because your siblings are completely different to you. So I guess, like, especially if you're being raised the same way as. Like, I've got a brother, and, like, when you raise the same way as them. But then you look at them, and you look at you, and you just think, why are we so, like... Different, yeah. yeah. Um, that's why. Yeah. You know, like, that's the thing. That's why, because I've met both his sisters. They're very similar to each other. 
uh, and the way they are is very similar. Yeah. And that is a reflection on, you can see that from like your parents that they're similar to that. Um, and you seem different to them. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's the thing because the environment was the same. Um, it's just you. Yeah. Cause I'd say like we've all three, like of so my siblings and I, I'd say we've all got different personalities like even the other two have different personalities from each other, but I guess, yeah, like thought processes seem similar. They like things that they want to do sometimes. Yeah. Not everything, like obviously, no, obviously they're, they're different. But yeah, yeah, there are, uh, yeah, definite yeah. things that I sometimes think. Oh, I'm a bit. But yeah, in the past, before your diagnosis, you probably thought. Like, why am I not yeah. like this at all? Yeah. And why are they like that? And you can't figure out what it is. You start looking for weird things. You just think, is it because I'm younger? Is yeah. it because, like, is it this? Is it that? Is it because this happened? Um, and you can't find anything that makes sense. So you don't just stick to the one answer. You don't just go, is it this? And then you're like, eh, it could be that. Or it could be this. Or it could be that. Or it's this. The reason that none of those stick is because it's none of those things. But like you, I think you'll find with autism that when you realise it's because you're autism, you say, "Oh, it's because I'm autistic." You then don't, you then don't, don't think like, "Well, maybe it's this." You just with me, I just think it's because my autism, and then that's it. I don't start looking for other reasons, uh, which is something I never used to do before. I used to try and blame loads of different things or yeah. look at loads of different scenarios and think of loads of different things. But then once you think oh, I'm autistic and that's a disability. For me, that's where the thought process ends. And I just think, oh, good, that's what it is. And then I'll just move on with it. Yeah. And I think it's just getting into the habit of that would be a bit better for you. Yeah. But that's it for this week. Uh, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Um, No. We've hopefully got like an exciting episode coming up that's a bit different what we've done oh so this one wasn't exciting eh? oh no, no no this one was like exciting but hopefully we've got something a bit different something we've not done before coming up um yeah oh yeah i just realized what you mean now yeah so i was just like do we what do you know that i don't know no no you know yeah. um so you know fingers crossed on that should be coming soon i think it would be something that people would like hopefully hopefully who knows hmm um yeah, thanks everyone for listening again. Yes, thank thanks you. for being in our Facebook group. Those yeah. that have emailed us, those that are following us on Instagram, just look for them Aspergers on everything. Um, and then the email is themaspergers at gmail.com. I'm sure you've all noticed that me and Scarlett have been kind of absent from pretty much all our social media, but I think we've done a couple of posts on the Instagram. Uh, it's not on purpose, it's just uh, we just haven't had any time lately to do anything. Um, but I will try and get back on that. So if you've not had a reply or you've not seen us do stuff, I know we didn't do a video again last week because you know. Uh, oh, but we've got we've got some videos that are going up on Instagram. Oh yeah, so there is that. <laughs> but yeah, um, learn how to use slow motion on the phone. Yeah, very so, exciting. Yeah, so uh, yeah, there's that. But yeah, we will try and get back on it. So like, we've not like completely abandoned. Um, no, no, like no. the them Asperger's group on Facebook, but everyone seems to be talking. I always think like there's loads of posts go up, and initially when we first started the them Asperger's group, 
I did think like we reply. I did reply to a lot of stuff. We did get in there with everything, and it was quite slow. But there's quite a lot of people in there now. Like there's over three hundred people in there now, and um, you all just talk to each other. You all do your own thing. Someone posts something, and it's not even directed at us. Initially, the first stuff was like, you know, Nikki Scarlet, whatever. But now it's just general stuff, and it seems to be like running itself, which is good. Uh, there's been a couple of reported content which we've not had before that's come up that I have dealt with. So if you do think there's anything going on there, because like I say, cause I'm not checking it as much as I can because there's a lot on there at the moment, so it is hard to police on my own. Um, and obviously Scarlett does some policing as well, but Scarlett, you're less on your phone than I'm on my I'm phone. I'm so... I'm very not... I'm a bit of a technophobe. Yeah, so most of the stuff you see replies for is usually me. Uh, I would say a good, like, three quarters of everything that's replied to is me that you'll be talking to or replying to it or whatever. So I am getting on the reported content. There are some people on there that haven't been playing that nicely with each other. Yeah, like, it's... The the point of the Facebook page is very much, like, a safe space. It's still quite a small group, and as much as we want it to get bigger... It's like we always want it to be quite a safe space. I know, like, um, sometimes on other groups, it, there can be some not very nice stuff. We really want it to be nice. So, even things that you know, if you've got opinions, just respect everyone's opinion. Even there's stuff that sometimes I see not really on our page, but on other pages where I don't necessarily agree with the opinion. But just because I don't agree with it, I don't need to, you know, just like, let's be inclusive. I just want everyone to get along. I'm really, you know, safe space, nice environment, nice environment. Yeah. So, um, and be supportive. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. Like the whole point is to be supportive. Let's be like burgers together. And even if you're not, um, on the spectrum, like neurotypical, I think it's great if you're like in the group and you're trying to help people or you've just got an interest in it, I think, or just like willing to understand. I think that's such a great thing for yeah. people to be wanting to understand that I just think let's all be nice to everyone regardless of. Yeah. So like, I mean, we don't, it's not like a autistic exclusive group. Anyone, literally anyone can go in there autistic yeah. or not. You don't even have to know somebody that's autistic. If you just want to be in the group, uh, because you like that kind of thing. But yeah, like I say, if you do find anything on there, because I can't place it that well, that you think is not suitable uh, or whatever, just send it, report it to me, and then I'll give it a look, because that narrows it quicker. Because there's some stuff that, like I say, did go on that I didn't see or couldn't figure out where it was. Like, they reported it, and then I went to go see where it was uh, to figure out how it had, like, come about, and I couldn't figure out where it was because there's so much on there. So just... Let me know. I'm not going to just do everything. So, like, if you shop everybody, like, over everything, I can't just be, like, kicking people out because of whatever. I will just look at it and try and deal with it, like, the best I can. Um, but, like I say, it's it's going well. Um, like I say, there's any, there's, considering how much stuff's on there, it, I would say it's a very small amount of anything that's happening. And I'm dealing with it, like, straight away because I get notifications and stuff. So it's good. Um, but, like I say, we're on Instagram. We are on Twitter as well for those that follow twitter stuff or do twitter twitter's our least it doesn't happen that much but uh i'm on twitter a lot so usually if you want to talk to me um that's the best way to do it is to message me on the twitter because i can i'm on twitter more than any other social media Yeah, you're the one that takes over the twitter because i do not understand twitter at yeah. all i just yeah. don't get it don't understand it really difficult really, yeah. really difficult yeah. um but, you know, I don't really understand any social media. I'm terrible. You yeah, you just... manage Instagram, kind of. 
<laughs> you sort of get how Facebook works. Honestly, like the way I text shows how bad yeah. I am you're at more social of a, media. You're more of a YouTube person. Yeah, but... I, could, I watch YouTube. Um, yeah. That's kind of the extent of my technology um, intake, really. But we're not on YouTube, so... You know, we're, we're working on it. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for now. That's it for this week. Yeah, uh, thank yeah. you for listening. Yeah, thanks everyone thank for listening so again. Uh, if you've got any suggestions for episodes, just let us know what you want us to do and uh, we will look into it. Thank you, everybody. Bye.